Lange. At the end of Galata Bridge, one finds the Red Star, my place. You can't compare it to our splendid galactic corridors, all of glitter with luxury and light. It's only a vast labyrinth, tall, cramped. That was a pretentious start for a pretentious film. I this thought you were going to uh, do it in French. I, annoyingly, I couldn't actually find the, a French script, so I couldn't. Ah. Je vois Poulet pou dans la chat. Sam and mine like uh, our sort of French exams, <laughs> our oral French exams are quite funny. Yeah. The. Uh, my French teacher desperately miming words with me across the table. <laughs> because they were recorded. Yeah, they were recorded. Audio things. recorded. So. Didn't go very well. Yeah. Uh, this wow. is the science fiction rating system, or on podcast de fiction de rating. And uh, uh, je m'appelle Sam Draper. <laughs> je vite dans la podcast. Uh, où êtes-vous? Alex. Uh, uh, Don's ma maison. Je m'appelle Alex Humphrey. Bonjour. Oh, D'accord. Uh, bonjour. Uh, Chris, bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, ça va? Boff. Boff? What's boff mean? Means yeah. okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Not ça va bien, merci. I always go... <laughs> you can say boff, merci. Comme si, comme ça. Comme si, comme ça. I actually did... Did I do German? Yeah, you did German, I think. I did yeah. French. I think uh, you did yeah. German, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you can just talk in German then. That's yeah, fine, yeah. Chris. I actually know some German. I, I can speak a bit of German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But really? let's rate the yeah, film yeah. first. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're already horrendously off track. Right. Uh, we're not in Germany this week. We're in France. This week, we are watching uh, Alphaville by Jean-Luc Godard. A film uh, from uh, 1965, so we're in the era where science fiction is still just a B movie kind of thing, mm. and real real sci-fi doesn't really exist yet. But interestingly enough, this year uh, also saw the release of Tenth Victim, which we watched last year, and so I thought let's watch another one from that era because that was a good film. I enjoyed that. Mm. Um, mm. Had either of you ever seen Alphaville before? No, no, I'd heard of it though. Yeah, I'd heard of it. And I, how, what, how much Goddard have, have uh, either of you seen? I think I've any? seen Breathless. I can't remember any others, though. Yeah. I think I'd seen it in college or something. Mm. Yeah, Breathless. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really think of... But then I realised how so, much yeah. of an inspiration to the things this was, and I felt like I'd kind yeah. of seen this. So. Um, yeah, so this is Alphaville. Actually, before we start, let's mention the competition, shouldn't we? Uh, oh, yes. You can yes. win a uh, copy of Gattaca on 4K, which we uh, reviewed on episode 156. We were kind of middling on it. Oh, I can't say that, can I? I've got to... No, not do those things. Right. <laughs> uh, listen to the episode and find out what we thought. Yes, listen to find out what we thought. And if you'd like to win a copy of that on 4K, thanks to our, our good friends at Sony, PS5, please... Um, then you can uh, leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere really and then just email sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com or get in touch on the socials at sci-fi rating to let us know where your review is and if we like it you could win a copy of the film did, did you see all my pictures from uh, 
uh, Tammy and the T-Rex that I put on yeah. Facebook. Didn't, didn't, didn't the film studio retweet us? Uh, that's... Well, yeah, that's come out on or that's come out on Blu-ray, a special yeah. edition Blu-ray with that gory version or the normal version. <laughs> yeah. But they just—it's so funny because when I went to download the press pack, they just had so many photos from the film, like ridiculous amounts. <laughs> but it's such a the, just looking at the pictures without knowing. If you knew nothing about the film, you just looked at those pictures. I just don't know what you think. So I'm I'm glad that that's become more widely available because I think when we reviewed it, you couldn't actually. Get it on in England or something. We had to uh, fly to America or something. I think so, know, but yeah. but it definitely wasn't available very widely. But now it is. So get your get your mitts. Well, on that. for any uh, uh, budding cinema owners out there, a good double bill would be Tammy and T Rex and Alphaville. <laughs> would be one hell of a double bill. It would be watch. pretty crazy. Uh, double bill. Yeah, <laughs> look the whiplash you'd get from going from one of those to the next one. Would, uh, <laughs> people would be ill. Right, Alphaville. So, um, you can best sum this plot up by uh, the original, the working title of this film was Tarzan versus IBM, which is a, <laughs> a terrible title, but I think yeah. quite sums up really what's going on with the plot of this, or the, what, the, the message of it, if you like. Um, yeah, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Uh, the other thing worth noting, noticing, noticing before we get into it, people, people at home obviously can't see it, is that this is a science fiction film, but... It's only really in the scripted science fiction film. It is shot yeah. entirely in Paris. There are no... The only thing you could pass as science fiction is that there's a little uh, voice communication thing that he talks into on his hotel desk. Is the, that's uh, not... A, is that a prop that existed then? I don't know if that was a prop that was around. I think mm, the concept of... I would say... Well, the concept the con- of the AI and the stuff, yes. The dystopia no, no, in general of the people in the... Yeah, the seductresses, the, the seductress no, no, but, third but, classes. But I mean, I mean, no, I know there is the whole thing science fiction, but I mean the actual, like, the, oh. the world, in the world. Yeah. In the world. Because like, the car yeah. he drives is just a 60s car. Yeah. They're just, there's there's nothing. nothing beyond the realms of reality in technology sense. Yeah. No, and, not and he really. Even, he even says that his car is a Ford Galaxy, which was the car, yes, he, yeah. that is the car it was, <laughs> you know. Those, yeah. when, no he's in, when he's in, when he's... Those moving microphones when he's being uh, right, yes, that's a bit interviewed. They're a bit, they're, they're they're a bit science fiction. I'm doing an impression of them on the camera, yeah. but um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Though it's generally just filmed in Paris and uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paris at night in the dark. Yeah, science fiction. It's a good setting. It is a good setting. Yeah. Uh, to give it its full title, it's called Alphaville: A Strange Adventure of Lemmy Caution, which is one of the greatest names of all time, Lemmy Caution. <laughs> um, you don't know who he is at the start, do you? Because uh, no, he, didn't. he says a load of fake names. Yeah. So uh, we open in Gay Paris, but it's not. It's Alphaville, which is a town. Um, it's a ta- it's a, what, what is it? A planet? It's it's past the outer countries. Yeah. Um, and it they kind of go between like suggesting that it's just the Earth, but then it's also he's on a galactic voyage and he's been across the galaxy to get here. So there's a there's definitely a bit where he goes to make a phone call and they like say something like oh is it oh gala- galaxy or local call that's it they yeah, say that yeah. so there is an implication that they've travelled a long way to get here yeah yeah. or I, there's stuff outside of earth yeah, yeah I kind call. of felt like it was um, one of those like a bit like Dread maybe Alphaville's like a mega city right. like Alphaville's the biggest controlling city on earth or this planet yeah and they're from other places it's like mega city 
Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, Mega City and they're like from other like Lemmy's from another place. Right. Maybe yeah. another planet or I don't know. It, it's very complicated. Yeah. It doesn't really matter where it is, I suppose, but it's just it's no. odd because like it is so the aesthetic of it is so not science fiction, but they do actually say galaxies and AIs and stuff are locked in the script, which is very yeah. uh, you know, anachronistic with what you're looking at, isn't it? Mm. In a way, it's it's odd. Yeah, they throw um, it all into the yeah, they throw it all into the script. Like very early on, she says, "Oh, when he gets to the hotel, well, there's that really weird jukebox in his hotel, yeah, which yeah. looks odd." Yeah. And then she says, "I'll put the tranquilizers in the bathroom." Yes, which, like just says it like, "Oh, like that's a normal thing." Mm. And yeah. so this how they act. It's it's well, it's it, it, considering they had a very obviously very low budget. It's a very clever way it of feels doing sci-fi, doesn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the start of the film is this character, Lemmy Caution, who at this point we think is called Ivan Johnson, uh, arriving to a hotel. And this first scene, I think, is the best bit of this whole scene, yeah. the whole film. It's like one long shot that follows him yeah. to a hotel, mm. goes to the desk, checks in, stuff like that. And he's very, he won't let go of his suitcase, he's very rude to everyone, he's very French about it all. And then uh, he goes and gets in a glass. No offence to any French people out there. He gets in a lift. And the camera, uh, like, actually goes up with him yeah. in the lift. Mm. And then he gets out the other end and you're following down the corridor and stuff very like that. French. Very French. Very French. It, is, it looks great. It's brilliant. Um, yeah, that looks I mean, great. It's, apparently it's a film over and over again because the lifts were so old they had trouble getting the lift synced up properly. So they both It's just a handheld time. camera though, isn't it? Just a... Yeah. But it's really well done, isn't it? And, like, the, it just feels so... The scale of it's so big because he's walking around a real hotel, isn't he? And he walks mm. down. When he goes to his room, he gets to the thing. And there's like a the woman with him saying to him, "Do you want to go to sleep?" and all sort of stuff. And they walk and they walk and they walk. And it's like you're not on a set. Clearly, are you? are clearly on location. This because you because you're on this long shot for what is it? Yeah. Five minutes? Is it probably of it? Yeah. Mm. What did you think yeah. about this? I thought it was a, as a scene setting sort of moment for me. I thought this was brilliant. Like real sort of. Yeah, it looks really right. good, and it's good because because it's all black and white, and how they're it's got a very film noir kind of aesthetic yeah. at the beginning. Mm. You just think, oh, it's a film noir. Which and in the film noir, you kind of have certain rules about the way it's going to be edited and shot and all that. But then this hand, like you say, this handheld style, yeah. real locations. You, it's very mo- It's the kind of it's the nouvelle. What is New, it? Yeah, the French nouvelle. nouvelle. New French way. New Wave, New Val yeah, Yes, yeah, you can, <laughs> you get that, you get that straight away that it's something not. Uh, yeah, and when they start talking, it, it, it is very odd. It, it does yeah. take you more by surprise because uh, you, you you're not really expecting it. Really, his, his whole character really is like a film noir detective thrust into a science fiction world, isn't it? The way he reacts stuff things yeah. like that, like he takes it all on the chin, like a film noir detective. Yeah, would. but, but um, I read that. Did you read like that? Who that he's. The character and the actor—they're—they're they're real. It's a real character. Is it? I didn't know. No, I didn't read that. No. Yeah. So basically, uh, Jean-Luc Godard appropriated both the title character Lemmy Caution and the actor Eddie Constantine from a popular French series of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang films released from fifty-three to sixty-three. Lemmy is a fictional uh, FBI agent uh, in later stories, a private detective. Created by British writer Paul Cheney, who published the first books in 1936. After the Second World War, French people had a strong attachment to American culture and American heroes, and basically they they made a French series of films. And there's uh, loads of it. There basically Poison Ivy. That's one of them. This man is dangerous. Uh, Dames get along. Uh, Diamond Machine. Woman are like that. And uh, Your Turn, Darling. 
basically. So but it's makes... the same actor and the same character. Yeah, so that makes even more sense that he really is a, mm. yeah. a noir hero put in a science fiction world. That's mm. brilliant. Yeah, that. so it's even more of a... It's, this, it's like, I guess, if it was a modern film and they were saying that, yeah, it was like Neo was the main character or if it was like, I don't know, like um, Sherlock Holmes was the main character. Yeah. It's just because we don't know this character that it feels... Yeah. But that must have been even more of a head kind of fuck to the audience. Yeah, yeah. but it makes sense. Hmm. He's not phased by it all being weird. He's he's very gun happy. He gets his hotel room and he <laughs> he, uh, he shoots his lighter a light. <laughs> I like that. That's really amazing. Cool. Yeah. Um, he shoots a picture <laughs> of a woman. Yeah. That's the reason yeah. they get. He's uh, ambushed in the bathroom by an assailant and... I love that they don't really even explain what's going on there for about an hour into the film and they're like finally no. like oh it was a test but at this point you're just like a random and he just, he's just fine with it this random guy attacks yeah. him in the bathroom <laughs> smashes through every window and door and stuff like yeah. that and uh, yeah. it's very strange there's, a, there's a, a, thir- a seductress third class who um, is in the room with him and he's insistent that she gets in the bath with him and he's like I don't need you I can get my room in it's fine there's always these people in these films isn't there yeah, well, just ho- yeah. Europeans are horny aren't they like yeah it's, you yeah. can't have a French film without it. This isn't going to win any awards for feminism. This film no. is it? I mean, no. it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty kind of uh, chauvinistic, but yeah, yeah. Like it's a product of its time. Um, yeah, I mean, the main female person lead is uh, Anna Karina, who sixty starlet, who is uh, mm. playing Tasha von Braun, who is the daughter of Professor von Braun, who is the guy who sort of built this Alpha Bill, isn't he? He's the, he's the professor yeah. behind uh, Alpha 60, which is the computer that runs this town. Mm. And it's kind of ambiguous from the start whether she is his daughter or not, isn't it? Because like she says, yeah. oh, I'm his daughter. And he goes, oh, well, can you take me to her? And she's like, I don't know what he looks like. I've never, yeah. <laughs> I've never met him. It's also, you don't know at this point, but they don't have, they're a logic-based like society, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They don't have emotions, really. They're a bit like... They're basically kind of like Vulcans, aren't they? But you don't know that at this point, but... No, you don't. And it's it's kind of different, isn't it? Because, like, you're allowed the emotion, but not the thing that comes from it, isn't it? Like, mm. they can't... It's kind of weirdly separated. Like, you can't have love. I don't know, what is it? Like, when well, the key... well, it's like 1984 as well, because she seems to say that they keep... The, the computer keeps deleting words yeah, from the dictionary. Yeah. So any words, like it's like thought crimes, anything yeah. that suddenly seems disruptive, they delete the word and then you're not allowed to say the word anymore or have the yeah. feeling with the word. Because mm. I can't remember what the one is at the end. What's the one at the end that she's, he says, you said, oh, what line is it? He says, you said this. And she's like, did I say that? Yeah, I'll look it up. Um, they This obviously must have inspired... Um... Uh, equilibrium. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of that kind of genre thing. Mm. Mm. Um, Yeah, so he, this guy anyway, uh, let me caution, he's actually a secret agent. He's here like investigating this place, isn't he? Mm. And he's got a contact who's living in a hotel where the (laughs) people who like live there with him, they're eating from boxes of cereal (laughs) in the foyer, (laughs) uh, which I liked. And it's all... It's, I kind of like in this film how he's so not phased by the fact it's so odd, but also yeah. like he, he keeps reminding them, "I'm not like you. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not yeah. involved in this sort of thing." He's got a very, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You kind of don't know what to think of it. Do you, I, you know, I, 
it was a very long time in this film so I really knew what was going on but I wasn't that bothered no. by it did you agree with that like it's yeah I agree it is a spectacle and it's it's good to it's good to think that you can watch something from 60, 1965 mm. and be this kind of baffled and like it can be this cryptic and this you know I think we all think that we're so our audience is so modern and we're so intelligent and we've seen it all and like you say, and this has inspired a lot of things, but yeah, you're right. I just was like, what is going on? I can't get a grip on the story. I didn't really understand the characters. But you like, think, you know, is that... But you, you're bad? interested, though. You're interested. At this point, you're interested. Mm. I, think, yeah. I, I, think, I think it gets to a point where I think it goes too far into the wanky side yes. of it. Yes, yeah. I agree. But I we're agree. not there yet. Um, no, we're not there yet. Although I've seen a lot of French films and this, I wasn't phased by that. It's like oh, okay. I'm a bit more desensitised to the French yeah. avant-garde. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's definitely a yeah. style. Yeah, uh, that yeah, other films suffer from as well. Um, yeah, but this hotel, he meets his contact there, this guy uh, uh, Dixon, who I really like. This dude, he's like, he, um, yeah, yeah, he's kind of. There's a thing on the stairs where she's like, "Oh, you're going to commit suicide." Oh no, the guy's like, "You're going to commit suicide soon because we need your oh, yeah, room we need back." You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need yeah. your room back, and he's like, well, "Why are you going to commit suicide?" Like everyone does, who can't get with the idea of this logic, and you don't really know yeah. at this point that's what he's talking about. Mm. Yeah, and then he has a, a third class seductress who comes in, and I think the implication is they're having sex, but it, they're kind of just like yeah. they're like scratching like cats at each other a bit, aren't they? But yeah, it's so very odd. Uh, yeah, yeah, he kind of has sex and dies as a result of. Is it of the orgasm? I think, like, it, yeah, or so, yeah, I think he's so. He's felt yeah, emotion but, through the act of yeah, yeah. coitus, yeah. Um, yeah. But the, the but anyway, the best bit of this is on the way up the stairs. They have a conversation, and again, this is all very French. There's a light bulb <clears> hanging, <throat> and as they talk in it, he hits the light bulb, and it swings backwards and forwards, and that bit, and the shadows mm. are going on their face. Oh like yeah, that. that is good. Yeah, clever. It's stuff like that where it's just fun to watch, isn't it? Mm. Especially being no. black and white. Mm. Yeah. And it does look very nice. It looks lovely, like how crisp it's the, you know, the, in, in HD it looks, I don't know, mm. it's very satisfying about shadows, I think, <laughs> yeah. moving around like that. I don't know. It's yeah, kind of no. weird, because I always think films like this, like, I don't know what, about if you, this is the same for you, but I'm always so aware that it's a film being directed and you can't lose yourself in it in a way, because it's so, like, mm. built, do you know what I mean? Like, in terms of, yeah. it's so constructed and so... You know, they haven't that... settled on some of the ways of telling a story using film, though, had they? Like no. with this, they keep it's doing little things where they do jump cuts, and then they do things where yeah. she yeah. looks down the lens, and there, there's yeah. certain techniques which I think hadn't either been established yet, or they were they were purposely being used yeah. to They're put the viewer them, off yeah. off yeah. kilter. But the thing with the light bulb, like he's only hitting that for our benefit, isn't he? There's yeah. no reason in the, wor- the world for him to hit that light bulb. No. But it's kind of... Yeah. Like I said, they, they, I think they were more willing at this point to sacrifice story and sense yeah, just to, to with... show off... Yeah, to like Chris says, to show off the deconstruction of the of the art form. Yeah. To, to make a point, like, yeah, artistically, yeah. they would rather to, to sacrifice the plot. Mm. Because, you, and like you say, it's a dangerous game because, yeah... At this point, I'm still, like you say, I'm still with it. And I was like, oh, what's happening? What's happening? But you go too far with this and you just, it switches. There's not enough story or character. You just switch off yeah. watching it. because you you're right. The idea yeah. of total immersion may not have come about yet in film. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. I do think as well, though, that if you're watching this in a cinema, you'd be more willing to go with the wanky bits, wouldn't you? That's, I was yes. very conscious when I was watching it that like, it wasn't the perfect environment for it. If I was in a dark room in the quiet, yeah. having yeah. to look at it. Mm. Yeah. 
your brain can go all the places kind of things like that mm. it's like a film The Fountain which I saw mm. at the cinema and thought this is amazing and I saw it at home and I thought this is the worst song I've ever seen <laughs> and I think it's like you know it's that thing of like you're in a kind of a weird state aren't you in the cinema you're like yeah. in a different, different sort yeah, of world definitely. yeah definitely um, anyway he, he, he continues the investigation he goes to uh, where um, Natasha is She's like being taught, isn't she, by Alpha Six? Yeah, Alpha Sixteen. Like, like, yeah, they have lectures on lectures, yeah. and he's got this incredibly low, gravelly voice. The computer, it's like the lowest. It sounds like uh, Doctor Claw off Inspector Gadget. Sort of <laughs> reminded me of. He's very low. Like I can't get low enough. He's like so no. low. He's like right <laughs> down here somewhere. Do, like do you know this. what it is? You know what it is? How they did it? Oh, it's not a real voice then. Oh, uh, it is a real voice. It's someone who's had one of those, uh, like a trachiectomy, is it? Right. They don't have oh, their... right. So they're talking through like a voice box in their uh, throat. It's one right. of those, yeah. Right. So it's someone who's, yeah. Makes you don't sense see now. them anymore, do you? I don't, think we, I don't think we use that technology anymore. I think we've no. advanced beyond it. Oh. Yeah, you used to see that every now and again in TV shows. People used to have them. Wasn't there was someone in Simpsons that had one of those? I don't no, know. South Park. It's one of the... South uh, Park, yeah. Yeah, it is very creepy though. It's a no, creepy no, voice. No offense to people who have or had one of those. It is a very menacing voice. Yeah, yeah. I love the way that this teacher note is in pitch black, isn't it? Yeah, and, and they're all like sat writing up there. And he goes in the room, turns the light on. It turns out they're all just sat at this lecture in the dark. Um, yeah, learning. and he says, and he says, I left because I didn't understand a word he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she's all like, Oh, she says literally, I've got it here. But it's very simple. We learned this evening that death and life are found within the same circle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I'm with him. I'm like, no, did you? I couldn't hear that. <laughs> I think, I don't know, you can follow it. There's, like, there's also this weird like, um, like line drawings of like, it's oh, like, yeah. um, like, first, like first year philosophy stuff where you've got like a, well, it says like pass curl on one end and pour quart on the other end. There's yeah. an exclamation <laughs> mark and a question mark, like on a scale, yeah. balancing. And this is all like very... Pathetic. Yeah. But then I love the last, the last one, the last picture. You know the last picture? It's a no, picture of someone's body, and they yeah. superimpose pose a face over it. So the eye is where the arsehole would be. <laughs> That's such like a French. Do you remember on Day to Day when they had that, oh, they had yeah. that, uh, that French like bloke on that, and you'd be like, um, was oh it? yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah, go, um, is the is the glass half full, or or is it a biscuit? You like, it'd say something like that, wouldn't you? Like some like weird like pose some weird question. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you're a very, very, very French. He also, at this point, Lemmy makes like a really bad joke about like, oh, they should call this place Zeroville because you're yes. also, and it's like a really weird. It doesn't really fit the film, and he's. I think he makes like he says another really weird like joke later on as well that it's like a really like. Do you think he was going bad, off piste? Like, I don't know. It's just a really weird moment because it doesn't really fit with the film, but mm. it's quite like. But maybe I it's all having... just to throw you. Like it's all just throwing you, isn't it? But also, if you like, you said that he was an existing character from a different sort yeah. of film. I yeah, suppose again, be. it's that kind of sense of he's, yeah. he's the audience surrogate in more ways than one, isn't he? Like that's how the audience want to react. Yeah. It's like I don't know what's going on. You know. No, that's true. Yeah, in fact, true. really, it's quite clever in a way because, like you're saying, I was saying, it's a it's a thin line between losing your noise pretentious shit. Mm. And being having that character there to instantly say, I don't get it either, yeah, is a good yeah, way true. of keeping the audience on side in a way, isn't it? Yeah, you know? okay. Because if he came out yeah. and was like, oh, yes, and started talking like, it's well, like he does later on, you'd be like, I'm out, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. The other thing that kind of like gets developed here, which again is another film thing, is that he keeps flashing up these neon, well, I presume they're neon signs, you can't yeah. turn this, of uh, E equals MC squared and 
uh, H HF. HF equals MC squared. Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Oh, was it? Oh. Uh, which... Um, That's a photoelectric effect. Yeah. So it's like... It's basically... It's like a... It's just telling you over again, isn't it? Like logic rules here. Like, mm. you know... And then they have the north as well, like Nord and North and South. North and South, that as yeah. Well? It's and like, arrows. Yeah, like fact is is God here, isn't it? Yeah. I do love it. It's that speech. I love that thing. It's about love. And he, oh, no, is it the one plus one speech? Is that later on? Mm. And he goes back, no, I think it... Yeah, this it's it's one plus one equals two. And he goes... Mm. Yeah, because he, he didn't know what plus oh, Yeah, he says, oh, if you know... If you know what one is, you think you know what two is, and you think you know that uh, because you know one plus one equals two. And he goes, well, "What I would say is, what does plus mean?" That yeah. is like a that's such a day to day thing that is actually, but that's also like I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, let me think about this." <laughs> this is my sort oh, of shit. <laughs> I've got it. Once we know the number one, we believe that we know the number two because one plus one equals two. We forget that first we must know the meaning of plus. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Yeah, he does say it then. Yeah, you need Patrick Marvin saying it with like a cigarette on on his chair. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, but no, I mean it is pretentious, but I, I quite like yeah. it. I'm with it. Um, so the next kind of big set piece is another. It's another great thing, really. You kind of he's getting more into the world of it and finding out what's going on. And you go to these executions where the people who are who are going against the rules of Alphaville get executed. Mm. And again, incredibly French and weird. Again, is that the the, the chosen method of execution is that a man walks onto a diving board and tosses <laughs> yeah. yeah. says his piece about what he's yeah. got going on. Yeah, yeah he gets uh, to speak, yeah. He gets to speak a little bit, shot in the back, falls yeah. in the water, it's not fatal, and then yeah. uh, a swim team jumps yeah. and synchronised jumps into the water and then just seems to like bop him on the head, don't they, until he travels. Yeah, hold Stab him, him to death. Yeah. Have they got knives? I couldn't I tell think they've got, got knives, haven't they? have, right. Oh. I it means they'd have to clean the water, they'd empty the water each time they did that. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be red. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think weird. they're just like knocking him under the water, keeping him under the water. I think. Right. Yeah. So they drown. I mean, they do show it's quite a way to go. It is. It is. It's entertaining, I guess. It, maybe. Some people would pay for that. Yeah, they would. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I, it, again, it just looks beautiful, doesn't it? The colours and yeah. stuff, and the shadows and everything, and the the, the composition of the shots when all, they all jump off. Because yeah. they all because the first time they go, you don't know it's a murder trial, do you? And then, mm. but no, then you it, just think, yeah, it's as though they're swimming in lanes. But then they very quickly don't stick to their lanes, and they all yeah. go off to the yeah. side, don't they? You're like, oh, hang on, what's <laughs> what's happening here? He um, keeps taking photos of everyone as well, doesn't he? But oh, really yeah, weird yeah. moments because yeah. he's got a really, it's got a really harsh flash. Yeah. And there's a great bit. I think isn't it later on when he's like supposed to be sneaking in a building and he just takes photos. Like yeah. so it's just this mad flash. He's trying to follow <laughs> someone. There's just a big flash behind them. But in this, he's she doesn't. They say, "Oh, you can come in, but you're not really supposed to." And he just goes up to that doctor and is like taking photos of well, his yeah, face. Yeah, because first of all, she says he says like, oh, "I've got to take photos." She goes, oh, "I'll go and ask." And she goes yeah. up to a bloke and kisses his hand, and that's it. Yeah. And she turns and goes, "We." <laughs> and he starts taking photos. And that's that's the professor up there. Is it's the first time he's yeah. the professor. And he just yeah. gets a photo, like Alex says, like very close up. And the professor looks at him like, what, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> yeah, it's about the execution. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, no pictures. <laughs> yeah. But Lemmy Caution's got a plan to get hold of the professor anyway, which is, uh, this This was a stupid bit. He pulls him into a lift. Yeah. Oh, God, that was so stupid. Yeah. And then there's like a fight scene where you don't see the punches, do you? You just see Lemmy... He's being, just like pushed <laughs> by this side of the frame. Yeah, that is really You're probably correct, really couldn't you? Like, yeah, it's literally that. Yeah, it is just literally I mean, that. Filming yeah. a fight 
would be difficult. Yeah. In a lift. I, I quite liked it, how stupid it looked, but yeah, it was very stupid. What I thought would have been good is if when they showed any fight later on, it was all conducted in that same method yeah, of them yeah. pushing back. As well. <laughs> That's like, how that they do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, this is the last straw in a way for Alpha 60, who uh, brings... Lemmy in for questioning and as Alex said this was the oh there's a bit actually when they're going down the corridor isn't there before this they're trying to choose the room oh, for yeah, interrogation oh yeah the doors yeah they keep saying they're occupied yeah every door talks and goes yeah. like what is it uh, Libra is for the yeah is it whatever it is yeah it's uh, like, it says Libra. something yeah but every time and the way down it's not too bad this this point happens like three times doesn't it and then he goes into interrogation yeah. the computer's like what are you and he doesn't like the questions then when he comes out again they walk for a lot longer down this corridor. It yeah. must be about 15 doors. And there's other dialogue going on. And all the time in the background, just going like, Libra, Libra. Kind of <laughs> so it's weird. I thought, I wondered if this was like a bit of a Blade Runner inspiration, this, this weird interview. Because they oh, ask yeah, really yeah. abstract, they're quite abstract questions, yeah. aren't they? That's true. Questions yeah. they it's like a Turing test type thing. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. normal. Because they say to him, what do you love above all? And he says, golden women. Yeah, <laughs> golden women. <laughs> there's a good and there's a good callback there. Like, like, isn't there? They're, like, they're trying to lock yeah. out his reasoning reason for things. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it, it, it was it was interesting. There's yeah, there's moving microphones and there's like a bit of glass and there's just these weird engineers just behind just changing yeah, the like tape, like doing stuff, server, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You don't really know what they're doing, but I mean, yeah. actually, that's Alpha Sixty in there, isn't it? I suppose is what the uh, yeah what you're meant to be yeah, looking at. So. Um, I think it's a bit too long that scene. I do like how Sixty is just like an old-fashioned heater, isn't he? Yeah, he's looked with a fan behind it. Bars, yeah, he's got yeah. the yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a port two-bar heater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and a flashing light. That, yeah, that's about it. Um, right, there's a lot of going around here. You see now, Sixty goes to the technical room, doesn't he? And stuff like he that. He goes to see the chief engineer. Yeah, um, and there's a woman, a naked woman, in a box for some reason. For no reason. Yeah, they go no down some stairs. Yeah, there's just a just woman in a box. It. Yeah, I love all this. I love this old-fashioned, um, you know, the old tape machines and stuff. That I love yeah. this, this stuff. Mm. I love the smell of those rooms and the just the noise of it. Like making. If you go to um, what's the place? The Bletchley Park place in the oh, yeah. Museum of Computing History. Yeah, beautiful. I love it. I just mm. I, bury me in that. You know, just surrounded by that stuff. I'll be happy forever. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. That, you know, you only get to the end of the tape and it clunks and then goes back again. That's the best noise in the world. Yeah. That is. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So this was like this was like porn for me. Now, this is the the French have got a porn scene for me, and it is this. It's this. These tape machines whirring about. Uh, and Isn't good... there lots of them t- tapes in? Uh, uh, it's uh, it rang a bell. It was like I think it's like the Italian job or something. Yeah, when um, Benny Hill goes and changes yeah. the lights, oh, Italian yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. He goes. And he yeah. takes. That's funny because he's got a huge screwdriver. <laughs> he manages to reprogram all the traffic lights with just a screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing what you could do back then. Yeah, yeah. So Benny Hill doesn't. You, you wouldn't think he was technical look to look at. You wouldn't no. would you know. Let's uh, give him a screwdriver, and he's 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 done. He is. Yeah. <laughs> And the promise of a isn't it, is it women's pants he likes in that or something? He's a bit oh, further, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh right, so we're getting to the bit where it gets a bit wankier because he 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 gets out because they sort of the computer says like we we can't really work you out, doesn't he? He's like logic logic hasn't given us a reason to sort of mm. distrust you yet. We know something's not right, but until we know what that is, we can't logically do anything about it, yeah. which is an interesting 
Mm. And they they also admit that they're gonna they're gonna attack the outer oh, rim yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Because because they'll attack them at some point, the so outland. they might as well do it now. The outlands, yeah. The outlands. yeah. So they're going to wage this war, and that they've got um, agents there. Yeah. Are they just people who live outside of logic in the Outlands? You think is that the? Well, I think it's, but it, they, like I say, it's they make us, galactic it? calls, so they do. They must live on other places. But they're just normal people, aren't they? I think the Outlands is that the. Mm. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's going. I mean, on. is he normal? He's not that normal, is he? He's more normal. He's closer to normal than they are, isn't he? Though, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got the concept of love. Yeah, he yeah. seems like a different or above it all, in a similar way that Deckard was, right? In Blade Runner, yeah. like yeah, yeah, classic noir. Mm. You know, they do yeah. mention mutants at one point. I've got written down. They here. do. Yeah. I don't know why. And and the Forbidden Zone as well. Two things that are in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> weirdly. <laughs> It's a weird... Uh, Maybe there's like a, a comic a crossover book crossover. Comic, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. matter that. Yeah. <laughs> Return to the planet of Alphaville. Um, but yeah, so um, he gets back away to the hotel and he sees Natasha again. And, and this is where we kind of... This is where it kind of lost me a bit, got to be yeah. honest. Um, he, he discovers that the Bible is actually a dictionary and like, like Alex said, probably yeah. deleting words, all this sort of business. And there is actually a lovely bit actually having breakfast, and it just frames it on again. Like we were saying, this is just they're just experimenting with film, aren't they? But they just had the frame on the breakfast uh, table mm. and not them talking, which was a nice sort of <laughs> yeah de dehumanizing, like it's you know taking the personal out of the conversation kind of way thing, you know, to get blanky about it. But then they're going to this sort of. I mean, how do you describe this? There's a big bit of poetry. Yeah, uh, which which is, is the book that he was given by the guy that died having sex yeah capital de la de Luar, uh, the capital of pain pain a mm. book of poems by paul eluard but nothing he says is actually in that book i don't think i think they're not actually oh. they're not real quotations from the book oh okay uh, so i don't know if that's intentional or not or if they just thought you know nothing in that was actually sexy enough to say in the film i don't know but um mm. I, I don't know what the reason for that is but yeah he he quotes his poems stuff like that and um like what? I mean, he's kind of def- he's defining he's creating because he says earlier on, doesn't he, that like poetry is what uh, makes light out of darkness, doesn't he? That's what he says to the computer. Mm. And so the idea is, I think, is that he's awakening <laughs> real emotion in Natasha, and she's feeling love for him. Is that what's going on? That's what I think is going uh, on here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, like you say, it gets a bit confusing. I don't know what. And the police are coming as well. Yeah, because I think because they know because because Alpha the Alphaville is conscious of what's going on here isn't he? it knows that hang yeah. on he's breaking the logical mm. thing because like how chris was saying about the they, they invert the shots don't they from here on out yeah occasionally i think that is the machine breaking isn't it that's the world going uh, wrong kind yeah of thing. yeah yeah um, yeah i didn't think that because that yeah. gets more and more frequent the more he kind of fucks stuff up and gets closer yeah. to killing the professor yeah uh, yeah yeah so it's sort of this that's the break point but and I, and I think actually now i'm thinking about it i don't mind the scene as much because i haven't seen the rest of the film i kind of get what was happening but at the time mm. i was like yeah it's very and she does this the the police come and then she just tells this really long story about someone not paying for a cup of coffee or something oh that's good though because that's oh i didn't understand that no 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 that's because you know at the start of it she uh, they say um the police officer he says oh we're not i'm not gonna come quietly to the detective that's what the detective says and the police officer says oh we'll catch him when he creases up when he folds up right and then he goes oh, yeah. to her, tell story, 293 or whatever it is, because logically they know that joke is going to make him laugh. 
God. It's really clever. Oh, so like, so, so then they're waiting, and that's all that nodding and going, oh, and they, they're waiting for the telly, because they're just thinking, oh, we've got to get to the end yeah. of this, because when you get to the end of it, when the punchline hits, because they're in the interview, they know he's going to get hit oh, by that. I, he's I was laugh. lost. Mm. Oh, I didn't get that. I didn't get that at all. Well, now you get it, though. It's pretty clever, isn't it? I like... It's a long way of getting there, I suppose. It's a long way of getting there. I liked it. I liked the payoff that they that he did crease over and they're like, oh, grabbed him. Oh, was, yeah. yeah, well, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, I like it. And he's, so, yeah, he, he gets captured, doesn't he? Again, goes back to the machine. Yeah. And they're like, we know what you are. We're kicking you out. You're a twat. And he's like, no, dude, trust me. I'm getting out of it. I'm not going to yeah. stand for this. And the, mo- the, the killing, the, the way he shoots people. Oh, yeah. He's he just, so... <laughs> yeah, he's killing people. These, are, I've got some. He's got the best lines at this point. He says, "Ever noticed that journalist starts with J, like justice?" <laughs> he says that, and then he says, "Yes, I'm afraid of death, but for a humble secret agent, it's an everyday thing like whiskey, and I've been drinking all my yeah. life." That's that's a brilliant line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's literally just like, and he's like doing that shooting they did in the old films where they're like move the gun forward as yeah. they're shooting people, <laughs> and he's just like going like that to like. A million the corridor, isn't it? You know the guy he meets on the stairs, and that guy just walking past him, and he happens to look <laughs> up, and he just casually just goes, and just shoots him to the side, <laughs> he's just yeah. trying past him. Yeah, but yeah, but it's good again though that like that he's that the noir in him is coming out more now yeah. because he's rebelling more. So he's like, right, yeah, I'm going to be the cliche. I'm going to go the logical sort of. In a way, yeah. actually, isn't this film saying that that film noir isn't logical? That the the, 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 the that's what it is, isn't it? That's what it is. That's what's going on. Mm. It's saying that Hollywood. Is is the artifice? Our life is more like Hollywood and not artificial and not logical, and that's why he's going back to being a Hollywood character as he breaks maybe. out of it. I don't know, maybe, maybe. yeah, nice maybe. Idea. I like that idea. Write it down. Do an essay. <laughs> uh, You've got a uh, PhD coming up, haven't you? You can you could do it on Alphaville. Uh, Alphaville, yeah. Um, it means he gets to shoot some people in a way. Hijacks a taxi, a lot of stuff. He's heading to the professor. It's funny, isn't it? How in this. One of the weird foibles they use, but it actually works really well, is no one ever drives themselves. The cars just show up with a driver and you get oh, yeah, in the yeah, car. Yeah. But it, but they keep saying, oh, it's my car. Oh, I've got my car yeah. here and stuff. But they never, dri- they never drive the car Again, themselves. apart from his car. Mm. Yeah, apart from his one. But it's, it's a weird little thing of it yeah, that they don't yeah, really... Maybe it's like chauffeurs are robots. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a bit like Johnny Cabs or yeah. like, um, yeah. But yeah, there's a weird chase scene, isn't it? And he does that I spin that. round you know, reverse. The, the bits that are shot from above when you see them. Yeah, the overhead stuff, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, even the bit that's cool. like, um, what's the Steve McQueen one? Bullet. 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 You know, you know the turn, the, he does the flip in the road, doesn't he? He comes back. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost a really cool move, but then they all stop. And they all very slowly reverse back again, and then he goes again. Like, oh, you, yeah. you, know, you don't understand yet how to make this be a cool action scene, do you? No, I You've think accidentally I read... made it. Cool. Yeah, no, I think I read that that is, might be the first time that stunt was done. But yeah, they didn't like. It... Oh right. Okay. I think maybe that's the first time that reverse round and him right, reversing okay, while yeah. they're going forward. But yeah, it just doesn't look good enough yet. But it is bullet, isn't it? The one in San yeah, Francisco, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Good, good chase. Um, he gets to the professor, and the professor tries to talk him out of. Of he tries to make him a double agent, doesn't he? Send him back to kill everyone, doesn't he? Says like, I think he's so, yeah. to go and like work for us and go and kill everyone. And he's like, mate, I'm not doing it. And then he says, all right, professor, if you if, if you won't let me do that, that, come with me, leave as well. And he's like, yeah. no, I'm not going to go. And then he has to kill the professor. <laughs> 
Which Professor isn't he called? What else is he called? He's called Nosferatu. Um, Le- Le- Leonard Leonard Nosferatu. Leonard Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah, who would all? Because he'd been in the Outer Worlds, hadn't he? And he'd left. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, the implication. He was one of the. Yeah, he was yeah. like Doctor Nosferatu. <laughs> Just a pretty on the nose kind of like <laughs> reference. <isn't it? laughs> yeah, but uh, never mind. Um, yeah, and then he goes to escape, and as you said, is this, the, it starts inverting the, the colours, so you get that polar. It also, um, it's also a bit like World on a Wire, because everyone starts yeah. like acting really odd and like climbing the walls and like oh, yeah, jerking. Yeah. It's I like think that of... shot was really good when he walks into the like and the corridor the foyer of the office room, and there's just people lying on the floor jerking yeah. around. Mm-hmm. That was it's like magnetised against the, the yeah. surfaces, isn't it? Yeah, it was really freaky. Yeah. Now that actually, yeah, I thought that was well done. It's quite like a yeah, and again, like it's a very clever before sci-fi effects yeah. of production, a way of showing you shit's gone wrong in a, in a completely mm. yeah. sci-fi world built with no sci-fi, you know? Yeah. No, no, like, no. It's very clever. It's, They've done, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, really, how scary a woman stood against a wall with her hands up, shaking a bit can be, isn't mm. it? But, like, that's... Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, and, like, when he goes to fetch uh, Natasha now, and she's got the effects as well and drags her out and she keeps on trying yeah. to go back and it's happening to her and things like that. Uh and he says, think of the word love. Think of the word love. Yeah. And she gets him out to the car, and they're driving off into the distance, and she has to think of the phrase, the phrase that will set her free. And the phrase is... I, I love you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I love you too. Although, all the way through this scene, he's staring at her like she's a piece of shit, isn't he? Like, he's not looking very <laughs> lovingly at her. He's kind of just, like, glaring at her. Yeah. Like, he's not, it's not a very sensitive ending. Doesn't she even say, like, you're looking at me really weird or something like that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I suppose, it's I mean, a... he's escaping, like, dystopia, isn't he? He's got to get out of there. He's got... Yeah. I love as well, he goes, like, oh, we, we escaped. We got out, we got on the ring road and got out of... <laughs> Through the galaxy, the galaxy ring road. A, such a weird mis- mishmash of. Because she mentioned yeah. New York. That's just what they call things. Yeah. Or, or maybe, yeah, maybe that was a modern word. When yeah. they say galaxy, they just mean like uh, M25 or something. The road, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Oh, I've got here that a lot of the uh, performances and dialogue were um, substantially improvised. Yeah, I think that's yeah, all these films, aren't they? Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's, his, that's his thing. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Did uh, you read about? I've got as well. Did you read about like when they wrote the screenplay? No. So uh, basically, the, it, when he was going to get it made, oh, he hadn't got one. Yeah, and just yeah. One, sorry, sorry. His first act was to ask um, Charles Bitch or Bitch Bitch Bitch. It's B I T S. Charles Bitch. That's Bitch. Get me Charles Bitch. That's a good name for a Bitch. Bitch. I don't know. D I Bitch. Charles Bitch. Charles Bitch <laughs> to uh, write a screenplay uh, saying Wasn't because there something basic... with Jeff Bitch it's yeah, B-I-T-S-C-H what would how would you pronounce that no I think you're right it's Charles Bitch what yes. is Jeff Bitch though what's Jeff Bitch from I'm sure he used to have something or there used to be someone on TV which had someone yeah. called Jeff, Jeff Bitch. Bitch I remember Jeff Bitch Jeff as well Bitch. <laughs> uh, anyway Charles Goddard said to Charles Bitch can you write a script oh dear. Uh, because they needed to get some money from the Germans. Uh, and he said, I've never read a Lemmy Caution book. Uh, Goddard simply said, read one and then write it. Yep. So he read a book, wrote a 30-page treatment and took it to Goddard, who said, okay, fine, and took it without even looking at it. 
It was then given to Michelin, who's the German backer, who was pleased with the result, and the script was duly translated into German and sent off to the backers. In fact, none of it even reached the screen, and according to Charles, the German backers later asked it, um, Michelin, the guy, the, the other guy, to repay the money when they saw the completed film, because it wasn't the film that they, they thought that they were, getting, <laughs> they were paying for. So... Yeah. So yeah, well, managed to... did they not know it was a thirty-page script? They must have thought it doesn't add up. Maybe they thought it was a treatment <laughs> or something, but it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't a Lemmy Caution film, I guess. Maybe that is what. That's another reason why it's a Lemmy Caution film to maybe sneak it in, sneak it through, to get yeah. it paid for as well. So yeah. Um, the only other interesting bit of trivia I'd got is that uh, in Sao Paulo in Brazil, um, developers built a, a huge high-end, like very posh suburb, and they named it Alphaville, and you can live in Alphaville. Oh my god! Which seems an odd. Yeah, that seems really weird. Why would you? But, uh, oh, yeah, so you see, see if you want to, you can take the ring roads to Alphaville. You really could do it if you wanted to. <laughs> um, presumably, I, ring roads. I I had from IMDb. It said that this was banned in all Pakistani cinemas in the seventies, but I couldn't find any other reference to that, and I didn't know why. So I thought that would be a thing that might be written somewhere else. So that might be yeah. fake. They might but, have their own versions. They just didn't want to. Had another market. film called Alphaville that was yeah. yeah I don't know yeah so there you go that's Alphaville um, mm. let's see what everyone thought who went Chris went first last time Alex what do you think of Alphaville I think it's it's one of those films where I think it's kind of important I think it's interesting I don't know how much I enjoyed it like I say I think I was with it and then I kind of lost it and I was a bit like oh it felt a bit of a slog halfway mm. through and I, so I think as the beginning was good the middle felt like a real slog and then the end I was like oh okay this is kind of got exciting again so I think it's important and it's interesting and I think they did a really good job making it I just wish the story was a bit better and the mm. characters were a bit better I just think there wasn't really anything to really connect with so much mm. in it right. uh, but yeah visually and like as, an, as, a, as a filmic achievement yeah really high but as a kind of story that you're going to, a film you're going to rewatch, quite low. Chris, before I ask you, uh, Jeff Bitch is from Phoenix Nights. <laughs> uh, Chris, what do you think of. Again, I, I, yeah, I found it quite difficult to follow. I mean, I didn't have my arsenal of, uh, I think, your film studies background allows you to analyse these sort of things mm. better than I can. And I also found it more like a... It was difficult to get through because it was more like a collage of mm. ideas. And also, I don't think... From this era as well, like I don't like Hitchcock films because I think the style of them and the way the language was not fully immersive, I don't think. In mm. in some of these, and especially in this like new wave stuff, I just I kind of find it a little bit jarring, and um, but some interesting things, and obviously then it's kind of heavily used in Blade Runner, which is not my favourite film anyway. So, cool. You like Blade Runner, probably isn't it? Probably is. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually like this more having talked about it than I did when I watched it. To be honest, like I want to go watch it again now. <laughs> Now I've let my brain get into it and I'm going on all these yeah. paths that I'm thinking about. I'm really starting to really like this a lot. Mm. Uh, but I did enjoy it at the time. I do agree that the middle kind of sags. And like I said, when we were discussing it, that that bit, the love bit, didn't make much sense till after the fact. But I do mm. think 
I've got to watch it again now. I do think that it will it will be better now. You know what's going on in a way. Mm, but yeah. yeah, I think, and I think, I think it's just amazing to watch. I think this is the, the only science fiction film we've watched where there is literally no on screen science fiction going on. I know the reason, like the work that I can the mm. the computer lab and stuff like that. But what you're actually seeing is sixties mm. technology. You're not seeing anything, yeah. any attempt. Because even things like Tenth Victim. They that weird little like oh, walking yeah. book. They tried to do something that looked futuristic. This is making yeah. no attempt. It's just no. setting, setting it in fact. Yeah. And even like, doesn't he mention like he was in like some war that was just a war in the forties, yeah, the real world stuff have, like that. Yeah, yeah, they make up some. Yeah, yeah. It's so all made, like, like, it's script. And stuff. No, it's a real war. So like, oh, was it? So it, oh. so it, so it dates it as though he really is in the sixties. So it's even oh, weirder. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, but no, and it looks beautiful. And that first shot of going through the hotel is that's that. If the, you're running a film studies course, you, I think you should show that and say, yeah. look, you know, this is something you can do that you wouldn't think. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. So yeah. Where is it going to go? Tenth victim at number fifty-seven. Do you it's think it's a better a, film than Tenth Victim? Tenth Victim was more enjoyable, mm. I'd say. Where's but World it's more, of the Wire? Was that quite? Or, high? yeah, that is quite high. I think World of Wire is thirty-two. Think it's a better film than World in a Wire? No. No. No, no way. I mean that that was very that didn't really use much technology. A lot of that was just in normal houses and normal. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just they had that big computer room, didn't they, with the mm. with the screens in it and stuff, the helmets. Yeah. They had um, a few futuristic sets, like that that like bar I went to all the time. That wasn't very Yeah, true. Okay. Uh no, I don't know if I think it's as good as Tenth Victim, but you know, I do think it's. Would a Clockwork Orange be sci-fi if this is? Sci-fi? It, it is, yeah, yeah, a couple of yeah definitely, films. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did um, you want to do Clockwork Orange? We should do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, it's I, a bit I, of a hard one to write. I, I'd say. Personally, I think it is better than Ted's Victim. I thought there's more because the, the last like the end of Ted's Victim was absolute bullshit. Okay. <laughs> kind of yeah, ruined a lot okay. of my uh, good feelings to 10th victim, all that nonsense at the end of the Yeah, shooting. okay. But I'm, you know, I, I, not a lot better. I think it's around that sort of area. I don't think it's. Um, sort of. Soil and the, Green is 63. What about, like, kind of like her? They live around that sort of area? Not yeah. High, Muppets from Space, you're not touching that. <laughs> Step oh, away. Step away oh, from. Who's the one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah. Around the area is okay. I think it's a better film. Up with some space, isn't it? Though, really. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, there, to, I mean on, the, on the on the con side, there are no Muppets in this film. But yeah, you know, mm. there's a How's lot more. Arrival not better than Muppets from Space? Because of the Bill and Ted rip-off ending. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that drives me mad. Bill the thing Ted about this off. list is that if your last ten minutes is crap, you're in trouble because that's the end of it we remember, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um, I'd put above 50, her because I didn't enjoy her, actually. So I think 52, better than Silent Running. Yeah. Come on. Is Come it better on. than Watchmen? No. I mean, I mean, it could... It could go under, yeah, around Watchmen and Avatar, yeah. I mean, Avatar is another film that is you know, kind of important, but, you know... Just like everything. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, it's very influential. I mean, yeah, they're kind of weirdly... They're giant leaps in sci-fi. Another film that didn't use any uh, 
prop source. Or... <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's the polar opposite in some ways, but it's yeah. also very similar in others. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a, yeah above silent running is fine. I know you guys think silent running is a bit high. Uh, Fifty-two slow. Fifty-two. Cool. I think that's done quite well for. Yeah. Is it this... our, is it the earliest film that high? No, no. We've, uh, oh, well, that high probably. Godzilla. Oh, no, Godzilla, Godzilla will be high, won't it? Because that's hell yeah, it deserves to be Godzilla's masterpiece. Yeah. Um, Fifty-four Godzilla is. Yeah. I guess ultimately there is a, isn't although it was influential, there isn't really anything else like out of the film. Well, like Chris says, Blade Runner is. Yeah, there's Blade yeah. Runner. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, of that, it's not like round that era they were banging those type of weird, crazy films out. Is what I mean. No, no, no. Well, I mean, again, like like we said, it's that pre-sci-fi era, isn't it? Where yeah, it, yeah. You know, you either it's get obviously something going movies. on in France where they were trying to, you know, figure themselves out a little bit as well. And yeah, then, yeah. They need some hope. <sighs> well, there you very go. similar, very similar to you know Brazil does the same thing where they drive yeah. off into the thing yeah. in the bit at the end and yeah, yeah. true. True. Yeah, very influential. And just a beautiful film to look at. Like, I would even say, if you weren't that into it, just turn the sound off and keep watching it, cause it's so beautiful to look at. Yeah. And the no, contrast, the lights, yeah. and things like that, you know. Yeah. Put a put a Vangelis album on in it and have a, you know, have a glass of wine. Enjoy. In fact, I might do that as well. It sounds quite nice. <laughs> I think, <laughs> Enjoy basically, after this, you're going to, yeah, put Vangelis on, put that on in the background, and then start a Google search on uh, those old school tape, uh, tape-to-tape reels, oh, yes, yes, put that That's over top of it, do. yeah. That's my my own diegetic sound, yes. <laughs> cool, brilliant. Well, uh, yeah, I'm glad we watched that. Uh, so, that's the end of this week. Next week, it's a listener request. We are finally getting to Galaxy Quest, as requested yeah. on the Christmas show. Um, so we're going back in, back further into the future into 2000 Galaxy Quest, something like that. We've mentioned um, it a heck of a lot of times. It does keep coming up, doesn't it? So we're yeah. finally going to see it. Um, cool. Uh, no mail this week, though... We're building up a little mailbag. We'll do it on a shorter episode again. And uh, but no, that's everything. Oh, once again, check the competition out. Win some Gattaca. Give us a review. Let us know. Sci-fi rating. Send us your films to watch. Anything you want to watch. Get in touch. Yeah. Uh, we might give it a look. Like next week, Galaxy Quest, for instance. In fact, the week after is a request as well, isn't it? So yeah, we listen to our listeners. Mm. Brilliant. Anything else to add, gentlemen? Not really. No. no. Merci beaucoup. Uh, Merci beaucoup. Au revoir. De Au revoir. Poulet. Au revoir. Au revoir.